This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Welcome back to Dungeon Not Included. We are doing something new where we don't know what the hell we're going to do. We even discussed who was going to lead the intro. So, uh, hi, I guess I'm Frank, and I'm joined by uh, my co-host, Brennan, Rebel, and Alex. Alex, you're back. Hi, I'm back. Yay. Uh, Yeah, I'm back. Thank you guys for holding up for the last couple weeks. uh, We were very tech light at the camp that I was at, so I really Mm -hmm. didn't get to listen to anything last couple weeks. I do look forward to listening to the Tears of the Sun. Yeah, it was. Um, See what I missed. It may have been the best game we've ever played. Uh, oh, perfect! Of reason. course, I don't like the yeah. the, the, the. I don't yeah, know. There was, the, some, there was the a different kind of energy. Like, that yeah. Was really good. yeah, there, there yeah. was there was an energy <laughs> stuff that just some, wasn't like, there. Really good chemistry that <laughs> I just think was lacking yeah. in the yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's it is what it is. I, I'll see myself <laughs> out. Have a good one, everyone. Uh, uh-huh. uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. I can't yeah. wait for you to to listen and uh, or watch uh, the mm-hmm. the archive and and see what we got up to it's a great game you can find out more about it from uh, on robotclaw.info uh, mm-hmm. but today we are going to start a whole new game brennan has been uh, volunteered to run so tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about what you've chosen for us uh so the we put it up to our fans as to what um what show what uh, we should do on the show next uh, on our discord and uh Two fans voted for Shadowrun, which was more than any other game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, planning an actual play podcast is exactly like planning a game night with friends. Oh yeah, nothing ever. You know what though? Like it it does show you. Like if you really want your voice to be heard, you should be on the Discord with us because we will listen. There's. Yep. Uh, So, but but uh, I have run uh, Shadowrun the. Uh, the official game before and I'm not a huge fan of the system personally mm-hmm. um, so we're going to be doing Runners in the Shadows by Mark Cleveland Massingale which is a Blades in the Dark hack of mm-hmm. Shadowrun um, and I will warn people I have never run Blades in the Dark or any Blades in the Dark hacks before so this will be a first time for me but uh, I have played it so at least I'm somewhat familiar with the uh, rules and tropes of blades in the dark nice uh yeah i'm excited to play any non-crunchy system in an actual play podcast i don't yes. mind crunch i well, do not mind crunch but I i'm do not gonna not say blades it. in the dark is non-crunchy but that's all right yeah <laughs> is it is it a little oh no uh, well, not right, we'll that see. crunchy it, it it has moves but there's a lot of moving parts to it sure okay. but most i mean but most when... of that is on my shoulders though not mm-hmm. on your right. shoulders as players. Yeah. yeah. Generally, when is you switch, is it any more crunchy than, say, Vampire the Masquerade, <laughs> which we have already played? Oh, okay. No, it's not more crunchy than that. <laughs> yeah. I filed so, off so many edges of that game just to make it playable, and it's and it's like very like Vampire was a World of Darkness games were like presented as this is in D&D where you're going to have to worry about encumbrance but like oh man yeah it's still difficult 
A lot yeah. to get through. Yeah. They were trying to go the indie direction, but they just didn't have the technology at the time. That's right. really what it was. So. Well, yes and no. I mean, I think that we, we, we've seen that if they wanted to go lighter, they could have gone the quote root of PBTA. And not that PBTA existed yet, but the the... the yeah, at the, the time, heavy lifting and machinery yeah. at the time is two d six. Like I think we still. <laughs> no, but here's the thing: the the nineties are another time. In the nineties, they didn't think that you could do any kind of tabletop role playing without a full set of sure. no, like, d twenty mm -hmm. dice. Right. So that's, that's tell us more that's about what the nineties were like. Yeah, yeah. Please, please, please inform us of the nineties. Rebel. Well, as a historian who didn't live through them, I think I have a better perspective. <laughs> you don't have rose-colored glasses. Got it. I'm not, no, that's... I'm not mired. Yeah, I love the the archaeologist perspective of the I agree. 90s. No, that's solid. Right. That's a solid, that's that's a solid argument. <laughs> mm. All right. So I'm cool. excited about this. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with the character and crew creation today. Uh, we may not get through the whole thing in an hour, but uh, we can decide at the end of an hour whether we want to continue going, uh, depending on how much we have left. Um, so uh, the first thing we're going to do is pick playbooks for each of you. And I shared those playbooks with you earlier today. Mm -hmm. um, to go over what they are, uh, there are several non-supernatural playbooks and three supernatural playbooks, which are the people who can do magic. Uh, because Shadowrun is a cyberpunk game which has uh, magic has returned to the world in the uh, starting in the year 2000. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, the far off future year of 2000. <laughs> Uh, our game will be set uh, in like 2050 or something, so you know, still future to us. But uh, <laughs> the mm -hmm. the idea is that some people have transformed into supernatural creatures, uh, trolls and orcs, uh, and elves and dwarves. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, there's also magic. There's two distinct. Well, there's several distinct flavors of magic. There is the sort of uh, Western traditional magic, uh, which is practiced by mages. And then there is uh, a more spiritual uh, uh, spirit summoning type of magic, which is practiced by people called shamans. The, the uh, magician playbook, you could go either way with. Mm -hmm. um, so the playbooks are the face, which is your representation and planning, uh, making deals kind of uh, character. The hacker, mm -hmm. who is the software and gathering information person, uh, if you want to be in cyberspace. The muscle is good at winning fights with violence and intimidation. Uh, the punk, who's good at burglary and vandalism. The rigor, who uses technical skills and is working with chemicals. Uh, the snake is good at social engineering and manipulation and the trigger is good at tracking things down and shooting them and then the three magical uh playbooks are the adept who basically uh uses magic to uh enhance their own body 
um, the magician, which deals with spiritual entities in the, in the astral plane, as well as casting spells, and the technomancer, which is good at dealing with emergent entities and resonant realms. And emergent entities are essentially spirits of technology. Mm. Okay. Um, just a quick thing, well, since this is an actual play podcast and this is how the sausage is made, Brennan, are you using your um, mic that's in front of you or are you using a web mic? I think it may I be am. choosing. Uh, I Can you check that in? Because you sound a little web, it could be my headphones. So if you could take a look and Audio. see. And for everyone else, or my fellow players, I was thinking magician or technomancer. Um, anybody else thinking in those two piles? Um, I, part of me was in was thinking going a magic user, but if we already, I mean, with just off of the fact that there are three of us and there are thirteen playbooks, and one like a third of them are magic, I was gonna if one of it, someone else is gonna pick magic, I'm gonna pick a non magical one, just to balance for balance. And, and yeah. keep in mind that that's not necessarily like a permanent choice thing. What we're playing here is a crew. And sure. Uh, when your character becomes injured or too uh, damaged to go on a run, uh, you might pick up another playbook for one session or so. Oh, cool. So you'll have the, uh, the, uh, the opportunity to change it up, maybe. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, um, okay. Really technical standpoint, I Just will throwing say, it I out there. Throwing it out there could be fun. We don't have to do this on air or something we can think about later. But it would be fun to make our main characters, but each pick a second playbook for our backup character. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good idea. For the, the podcast, we can like do all the stuff about making our main character and then yeah. on our own time we can make our secondary character. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think that would be very fun to have our main characters and then have some secondary funny ass weird characters show up as our backups <laughs> at points. Like our A team and our B team. <laughs> yeah, cool. So basically what you're gonna be doing uh, as characters will determine will be will be determined kind of by what kind of crew you run sure so um we can talk over that a little bit too if you want to mm. so maybe it, you mean like so there's different types of crews so like are you saying like if we pick if we hear is there like a, a list of types and then we pick yeah. from that then and that'll help six, us six types of crews that determine sort of what kind of jobs they do okay uh, there are assassins who are killers for hire hire mm. Uh, okay. Couriers who, tr who transport illegal goods. Uh, we haven't done that before. We've never been a team of a ragtag green team of uh, adventurers who also transport things from place to place. So that could be <laughs> a new, interesting direction to take this podcast. Right. Uh, occult, which are acolytes of a forgotten tradition. Mm -hmm. uh, mercenaries, thugs and soldiers. Mm -hmm. uh, radicals, extremists and vigilantes or shadows the prototypical crew of uh shadow runners which specialize in burglary espionage robbery and sabotage for corporations oh that sounds fun that sounds that sounds what i want to do that yeah. does sound like a lot of fun yeah. um so i figured i'd bring this up because it's something i've noticed is that uh we have for the last few arcs excluding this previous arc we've been kind of all picking certain genders and I think we should 
like expand a little bit. Like sure. this is not to say that people can't play men anymore, but like pretty much every crew we've had has been two men and a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. So I think we could we could diversify a little bit. Sure. Cool. So uh, what what were you thinking, Alex, as far as a uh, as a uh, playbook? Um, if we're going to be going for a espionage spy with like kind of thing where we're going to be like slipping into other corporations and messing with their stuff, mm -hmm. something like being either a hacker or the face would be fun. Yeah. Um, those are those are the two that jump out at me. Uh, either either being the the person whose job is to help get us through the door by being you know the charming person, or person who gets us through the door by hacking the crap out of it. Um, I think those would be those would be fun. Mm -hmm. um, I also offer that same thing though because of that. I actually think so. I know you're you're thinking you were thinking already either magician or technomancer, right? So. If it's not hitting too close to that, I thought that maybe trying to be a face-ish character while being an adept who can change the physical appearance and stuff could be kind of fun. Yeah, the adept is really more about um, uh, mystical martial arts, I think. So. Well, just like I was looking at like transmorphic, like you can perform oh, significant yeah. alterations to your face or skin, making it difficult to recognize, stuff oh, like okay. that. Could be. Yeah, cool. Um, but I can also go face if that's if we want just no, the, the adept with transmorphic would be good um that would make sense yeah yeah so um since other people are gravitating towards magical characters i think i'll make my magical idea my secondary i thought the the technomancers were pretty interesting but that's yeah. the secondary uh for primary i'm thinking um if we want to go the shadow route probably we'd want to have like a snake on the team sure Great. somebody mm -hmm. who's good at that or something that could be fun is to have the punk because uh, being a punk is like one of my favorite tropes so <laughs> is it <laughs> mm. oh. I stole your thunder in the last game. So. <laughs> well, every time I've played Tears of a Machine, I've been a punk. So I'm kind of the most like, punk wanted, thing you could do. Is I want to punk. expand my horizons a little bit. So. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But I'll reclaim my. Th I may reclaim my throne this arc. Well, if as an alternative, and certainly <gasps> both punk and snake is cool. We can theoretically do adept magician technomancer and be like the yeah. weirdlings, right? The weirdlings. Yeah. A weird crew. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd be cool with that too. Uh, but, you know, obviously play with you. you, you it could also be Alex? really fun to like have a crew of magicians, except like one of them's just like a normal person. <laughs> Like he's right. a street magic? Choose this car. <laughs> yeah. What's that behind What's your that ear? What's that behind your ear? Oh, it's the plans of the secret weapon you've been building? Oh. Snake the pretender. And he pretends like he's a magician or a right, yeah. um, Part yeah. of me is drawn immediately to trigger just because there you get a pet. 
Mm-hmm. A hunting pet. You get a pet? You get a hunting pet. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Right? Oh, that's so tempting, though, because, you know, after watching The Suicide Squad, I've been obsessed with rats. And yeah, it would right? just be cool to have, like, a little, a little pet rat. Yeah. You know, my own Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hunting a killer pet. Your hunting pet gains potency when tracking or fighting wounded targets. It gains a special ability, Crowd Control, Sapiens, Swift. Take this ability again. Choose additional special ability for your pet. Yeah, I mean, part of me wants to just have a cool-ass animal. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's enough for me to... Uh, you know what? If you want to do that, you can. I think I'm going to keep going with the Adept. I think the Adept looks fun. Okay. Yeah, don't overthink it because yeah, yeah it's about an hour. So um, I uh, my my idea came to me earlier today uh, while watching Fantastic Fungi on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, get that Netflix money? No, uh, we're not being paid by Netflix. This that would be day. awesome. I'd love like a month free, even. Man, I don't even have to pay just free of Netflix. I mean, I have to pay for my stolen Netflix. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, no. Uh, so a magician cult leader who um, who worships uh, the cult of the fungi, uh, this uh, like a pervasive, all-encompassing cult religion that uh, that uh, that that venerates fungi above all else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is especially not a death cult. Like it's not the normal fungi in fantasy where it's like, oh, this is about decay. And like, no, it's about uh, tr- tripping. It's about uh, <laughs> carb- holding carbon in the soil. It's about neural <laughs> pathways. Like it's you know a lot more uh, taking down waste. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> and it's surprisingly te- techy because of all the the, the networking that uh, that kind of uh, that that happens between these giant mega organisms. So I think that might be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Weird guy. Cool. I like yeah, it. I like it. Um, I'm thinking an adept uh, who specifically is into body transmorphication. I don't know what how basically body transformations and um, specifically has the ability to change their parts into animal parts in order to do the things that the playbook allows them to do. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. So, Adept. I don't have a name or anything yet. I'll come up with one and in a Frank moment. Frank was the, the magician or the technomancer? Uh, Mine's going to go with... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mine is the magician. Okay. And what were you thinking, Lois? Rebel. Rebel, um, pardon me. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I think I'm going to go with the fucking close-up magic snake. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So the next thing you're going to do is you choose your heritage. Um, we're going to be setting this game in Seattle, which is the traditional setting for Shadowrun, which is a free city uh, mm-hmm. on the coast uh, set within... Uh, between several uh, Native American nations and the Elvish nation of Tirtangair. 
Um, sorry, what? Yes. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Um, all right. Sure. So if this is cool, I think I want my character to still be feeling out who they are. I want them their backstory to be that they don't know their origin, and because they can, they're constantly both on their because. I think going growing up, they had didn't have a lot of control over what their skin and body does. So I think that they don't know their heritage and don't oh, that's know. That's cool. Are they? Any kind I, of also, human? I would also think that they're probably going to use they them pronouns okay. for that very very same reason. Um, are, I think they're they, just. Uh, I think they're still figuring out who they are. Are they any kind of metahuman? Like, uh, or do they not even know that? I think that they just don't know. I think that the the adept thing for them isn't a choice. I think it's just how they were born and that their body reacts. It used to just react to stimuli in different ways in not not always positive. And now that they've learned to can they've got more control over that. Um, looking at the different things that I have in here that I can kind of do with with this, like hand reflexes um stamina and and physical form um mm -hmm. but i think that they just don't they don't know too much about when they were really young uh they don't know who their parents were and um they don't they have a me they have memories of like the orphanage but that's about it and they had they were of course assigned things but that doesn't necessarily mean anything to them right okay they were, they were probably assigned stuff for like paperwork reasons but it doesn't match like anytime they've read it it's never matched what they see in the mirror that's cool. I like yeah. that. That's a that's a really interesting idea. So cool. So um, the city of Seattle has a strong Asian influence, being on the Pacific Rim, like mm -hmm. this. Uh, and there's also uh, a big resurgent of of native cultures in the U.S. because uh, they kind of got magic back a little bit before everybody else, and were able to uh, reclaim a lot of their land. Very cool. Nice. So, Rebel, what are you thinking for heritage? Uh, since I'm playing a sneaky lying manipulator, I think I'm going to go with a white person. Sure. Very um, nice. <laughs> and uh, the, they're going to be French. I haven't decided gender, but... Uh, very, very odd, standout-ish French person. Okay. Are they any kind of metahuman? Um, what, uh, what flavors of metahuman are there? So there are dwarves, uh, elves, orcs, and trolls. Like, so, I know what those words mean in Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. But what so, do they mean in Shadowrun? There were some elves who were essentially pretending to be human while magic was in the uh, in, was receded, and when it came back, they came out as elves. So there are immortal-ish elves, but there are also people who transformed into elves when magic came back, uh, who are of much younger heritage. Um, they the elves have sort of their own culture because of these. Uh, people who had been living uh, in secret among humans. Uh, dwarves, uh, you know, obviously became short and strong and are uh, very uh, 
strongly represented in like the tech fields. Um, and then there was a thing that was called goblinization where people randomly turned into orcs and trolls. And a lot of the orcs and trolls were shunned or uh, rejected by mainstream society. Orcs are uh, goblinish looking people and trolls are really are larger sized and usually have horns. Um, I think, no, I don't think, I think this person is just a, a standard flavor human. Standard okay. flavored cishet white dude who's just a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I have never played a cishet white dude in my life and I never will. <laughs> Nice. How about you, Frank? I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest. I, this guy is the the my vision of what this character is like is so weird. I kind of don't want to like put that weirdness on any hu like any on any human race or 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 gender or anything. Like it feels weak. Like I don't want to make this like guy this character is going to be so awkward and this disturbing potentially. Like, I don't want it to be to say something and not intending to say. So for that reason, I kind of just want to pull it out of the human box. Okay. Sure. You know, it's just not like, I guess an elf just because like, Oh yeah. Elves like trees. And this is going to be a weird elf who likes mushrooms. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I haven't, I didn't and for some I knew we were doing Shadowrun and I never even thought about it for like for a moment what I was gonna what I would be. So I will I'll be an elf, damn it. Okay, cool. Do it. So there are elves sure. of, of Asian uh descent, of uh American descent, of South American descent. I will be uh indeterminate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, uh, I might be one of those immortal elves. Okay, yeah, cool. that's fine. I'm one of those immortal elves. I was hiding this entire time. Um, Possibly immortal elf. <laughs> yeah, or I think I was. I can't quite remember, but well, yeah, and that actually was, yeah. did happen to some elves. Yeah, that they yeah. were like, they came out as elves, and then they were like, "Oh, I think I've been around for a long time, but I don't recall." Yeah, yeah. it's been so long. Who can? Remember? Yeah, very nice. I like this. Okay, cool. So now that we have our heritage, the next thing you're going to do is choose a background. It describes what you did before you joined the crew. Uh, the backgrounds are academic, uh, which would be like a student, a philosopher, a journalist, an artist. Uh, it's very loose. Uh, corporate, mm -hmm. a wage mage, corporate security, business liaison, an accountant. Uh, an heir to a corporation, that kind of thing. Uh, labor, a factory worker, chauffeur, dock worker, pilot, cashier, etc. Law, prison guard, lawyer, judge, private eye, law enforcement. Media, a news reporter, rocker, uh, social media personality, uh, video actress, camera person, pro athlete. Military, a soldier, member of a foreign legion, spy, strategist, training instructor, or Underworld, a beggar, a purse snatcher, go-ganger, or other outcast. By the way, a go-ganger is essentially uh, 
vehicle based gangs. Nice. Hmm. So this is kind of where you were before you decided to become a Shadowrunner. Yeah. Right. I think and, um, yeah. I, I like media. I mm -hmm. think media might be a good place for a cult leader to be in. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do media. I think it's a little odd. There's a I'll specific a aspect of media. Air. Oh, corporate air. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, what is there a particular aspect of media you were thinking? Uh, I do, not really. Were you also thinking media? You don't. Want yeah. To so I was trying to think. I was trying to think. Like, so the more I think about this character, I think it'd be cool if this character goes to bed every night not knowing what they're going to look like in the morning. That's cool. Um, uh, like not knowing, you know, race, gender, heritage, anything. They don't. They they wake up the next morning. They look totally different, and they're not, they and they're only learning to control aspects of it now. So I think it would actually be kind of fun if their whole thing was they tried to make money on the side by being uh, just a professional extra for TV shows and movies. So they would have like a super androgynous name that they could have everything build to, but they would be like, well, we need, you know, we need the following, the following people on set for like being a glorified extra. Like, oh yeah, sure. And like, they'd show up for a day, do their shoot. And then the next day they'd show up and they'd be like a different character in the background of a scene. So like in a TV show, you might see them eight times, but not know they that never it's, look the same. They yeah. never look the same. Cool. Uh, I like that. Um, and for your media background, Frank, what are you thinking uh, as far I'll, as that goes? I'll actually swap it around and do trade and uh, medicine. I was a doctor. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. And as a corporate heir, what sort of made you become a Shadowrunner? Um, so uh, I think uh i think hostile takeover character just generally objects to the way things are run and so decided to rebel by becoming a criminal <laughs> nice okay there may be people looking for you then yeah oh for sure yeah so is your goal then as a shadow runner within a group that takes down there's like espionage and takes down corporations and stuff are you trying to work to take down your own corporation from within in order to fix it or are you trying to take down competition in order to make things easier for yourself yes <laughs> i love that all right so the next step is to assign your uh action docs so one of the things that i will definitely say there's there's a thing about being documented as a person whether or not you have what is called a, a social identity number mm -hmm. uh which i think alex you definitely don't yes i don't i i probably i probably have one from the orphanage but it doesn't actually apply to me if that makes right. sense, like for their paper, for the purposes of whoever was in charge of me to get paid by the government, they have some paperwork with my name on it and or a name on it and a number, but it doesn't actually like you would never know it's mine. Right. Right. Whereas uh, Rebel would definitely have one. Yeah. But you're not using it. Right. Because I don't want them to find me. Yeah. I think I probably have a fake as well for to in order to work my job. 
Right. That makes sense. I need to yeah. get paid. You you yeah. probably you probably have essentially a shell corporation that is the agency that keeps sending these people over. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's oh yeah. It's uh. It's it's it'll be like whatever then my, my name has like it'll be like an acronym with my character's name in it or something like that that yeah. keeps just sending over extras for your, yeah. for your we phones. should do easter eggs to our own games it'll be meriwether's ad uh, Meriwether's <laughs> yeah, yeah very good right <laughs> like nice. that uh yeah i think i definitely have an id this cult is not a really a cult it's a religion it's actually the biggest religion in the world even though most people don't know it okay <laughs> I there mean, in terms, of biomass. Those, um, in terms of biomass, to... biggest religion in the world. Okay. Because I was going to say, is your cult like an opt-out kind of situation? <laughs> like everybody's in it until they say they're not? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think like, hey, if you make sure your body doesn't rot, then yeah. more power to you, I guess. Oh, you've eaten a mushroom? Okay, you're in the cult. Sorry. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. <laughs> But it's very new age, so it's not like I'm gonna do anything about you being in the cult. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just like we're all connected, man. Yeah. Literally, by po like spores. <laughs> Disgusting. Yes. Okay. So uh, you're gonna have uh, some dots already placed in your actions. If you take a look at your book, your playbook. Okay. Um, you're going to be adding some uh, now. No action rating can have more than two dots at the start of the game. Okay. Okay. How many do we get to put in? You're going to be putting in four. So you're going to put one dot in an action that you feel reflects your heritage, your... Uh, your... Uh, people can we go over really quick what some of these refer to then like yeah, uh, yeah so we'll just go through like engineer interface stock survey like what's the essentially the the deeds for each of those so as engineer you can build stuff hang on i gotta pull up the character sheet because i don't have it directly in front of me oh that's fine that's fine um but engineer would be any kind of technical uh, repair or work or anything that you think is, uh, you know, essentially technical. Okay. And then what's the next one? Interface. So that is uh, that is interfacing with computers. Yep. Uh, being joining the matrix essentially. Okay. Stock, which I assume is tracking people. Yeah. Yes. And then survey. Is, is was that like perception check? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> the the struggle to find words that aren't used by other games. I know, uh, right? Survey. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, creep for body is that stealth? Uh huh. Yeah. Fight seems pretty. Yeah. Self-explanatory. Yeah. Finesse. So there are finesse weapons and there are fight weapons. So okay. a fight weapon is anything that uses brute strength, uh, or hand to hand weapons generally fight. Finesse are things that would be like dexterity based. 
So uh, those are uh, also firearms fall under finesse. Okay, because my character comes with two finesse already, so I guess I'm going to be a shoot boy or shoot them. Uh, Is that how it comes from the uh, that sheet? Yeah, there's some already filled in. Um, and then oh. the other one I have is scramble, um, which is... I see that. What is scramble? Well, let me look that up. It's okay. not egg preparation. I'm sure, I I'm assume sure. it's a dodge. That makes sense. More, much right. more than my egg preparation guess. <laughs> Your egg preparation. <laughs> survey says? No, not that kind of survey. Yeah, um, yeah I assume that's it. Just, and uh, then there's the... Um, Willpower ones. Yeah, so willpower, consort, demand, hustle, and study. Right. So, uh, consort. This is the problem. Is this is a little different than Blades in the Dark standard? So I'm mm -hmm. looking these yeah. up. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Consort is essentially your ability to uh, talk to people. It's like your rapport. Mm. Sure. I think demand. demand might be like an intimidate, different yeah, kind of talking to people. Hustle uh, is lying, and yeah. then study is being able to read people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so, what do we get? How many points do we get? And it's based four off four. Of we get four to throw around. Yeah. Um, what What can I ask? Do you mind if I ask? What does everyone start with? Just so we can get an idea of who might be doing what role. I would get study and assess. Okay. Is, I have uh, two hustle, one study. That makes total sense for your character. I have finesse and scramble, so I'm I'm a fight them. Is assess on everyone's sheet? I do not have assess. That's weird. All right, I guess I have two assess, which is an under willpower, and one study. Okay. And I don't know how I would not... I don't do know what you, the difference between those are. Do you have hustle on your sheet? I do have hustle, but nothing on it. But what about, like, so are there any skills that we said that you don't have? Uh, no. Do you have no. four intuition skills, four yeah, body, and five willpower? Yeah, and it's sort of okay, like set so aside a little bit. That's probably your magic skill, if I had to guess. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, technomancers have a tune, and in a similar space where I where a magician has assess. Okay. Assess is um, a magician. It is the magician's magical senses, essentially. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's what I have: two assess, one study. Um, and these are the four we throw around. They're based so on what? Okay, so I'm not gonna. I don't. I, I'm just throwing it out there. Just not my, not my game. Not my character sheets. But if I were to choose mystical way or mystic way as my one of my moves, I need to roll assess, which is not a spot that I can fill in on my sheet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it so says I if I choose that, it's rated at one dot now, and it gets a new one each time. Okay, never mind. I think there's it back. rules in there. Yeah, there okay. is one specifically for a sense. Makes, I guess it makes sense. Perfect. Never mind. I take it back. You did a great job. And then there's four. There Not are four. Game. We get four so, uh, points to spend amongst these. Yeah, a sense is essentially your magical ability. It's you open your mind to the astral plane or channel arcane energies through your body. Nice. All right. 
And I did hear we have four points, and it's based off <gasps> heritage. Did I hear one? Yeah. One is based off heritage. All right. So I kind of hate essentially, that. Yeah. Uh, choose choose one that you think you got from your childhood. Uh, I think I'll take one in demand because that would be the skill for like bossing people around, right? Sure. If I'm yes. not lying. So being a corporate heir. Yeah, that's that's your background, and you're gonna get one from that too. So I agree with you. I don't like that. So let's just go with background, and then we'll yeah. do our remaining three as uh, as free ass assignment. Which yeah. Is All right. Yeah. So what here's, would me being French have to do with my? That's students? what I've been waiting for. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm not blaming Brennan or the even whoever designed this. I'm sure it's mimicking some old Shadowrun game, but yeah, that's terrible. All right. So, so here's it's based off background, and then we have three floating. Good. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's my question. Um, here's the story piece, and you can tell me whether you think this is consort or hustle. Um, I picture that my character had a hard time making friends when they were younger, but as they got older, they started figuring out that they could kind of Groundhog's Day friendships by if they like somebody, they can approach them on one day and introduce themselves, and if it goes wrong the next day, they can introduce themselves to that same person again and try and find the right path to eventually getting small talk to work. This is hustle. That's hustle. So that's hustle? Okay. 100% hustle. The goal isn't to lie. The goal is to eventually figure out how to charm an individual. So yeah, I guess... Charm, so socializing with friends and contacts is consort. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's true is, friendship. You're manipulating. It. That's right. true. Hustle okay, fair. Influence with guile, charm, or argument. All right. All right. So that's going to be hustle then. I'm going to take one for hustle based on background. So. Um, yeah. Fight is close combat. Finesse is dexterous manipulation. Yeah. Now I've run into the problem here that this sheet is not. Yeah, it's not editable. I can't fill it in. Yeah. I had a dock going on the side to fill this that's in. Okay. Okay. I'm going to write it down like a caveman. I'm going to create a doc for i'm going to do something for us a character keeper or something but since we decided to do this earlier today yeah. i haven't had time to put that together <laughs> fair enough that's fine i just wanted to let you know that probably by the time we actually get our character sheets i'll forget everything i've said so. that's why we have a recorder <laughs> sure uh i'm gonna get a second point in study for my background i apparently i did that to become a doctor or something um and let's see what are you what are the two of you uh well i'm gonna i'm gonna pump up assess and it's one for one it doesn't matter how high it goes you can't have more than two oh can more than two then screw that yeah assess and um hmm i i guess i'll do some creep i feel like i'm a, I'm a creep sure no i'll do okay. interface definitely interface um, I'm leaning heavy into the body. Um, so okay. I did give myself outside of this, I gave myself hustle. Um, and then I've given myself, uh, one creep, one fight and one stock. Remind me what stock is again. I'm assuming stock. it's, yeah. Can you read that? Cause I'm pretty sure yep. if it's what I meant, thought it was, it's the ability to track people. It's kind of what I got yes. out of it. Scramble. Yeah. All right, stock. You carefully track a target. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And what's the difference between track and stock and creep? Creep. Creep is that just like you step silently? Creep is stealth. Yeah. Right. Trying to be avoided. When you creep, you traverse skillfully and quietly. Oh, and while you're having it open, can you just read Scramble one more time? Yeah, Scramble says. Let me see what Scramble says. It says you employ sudden physicality or force, actually. Oh, okay. I like that. All right, so yeah, I'm going with hustle, uh, fight, creep, and stock. Okay. So to help me pick what I'm uh, my uh, these abilities, uh, do I? How does the secret arts of magic work? Do I get one of those or? Uh, yes, you're going to get one of your moves right. from the middle. Got it. All right. So make sure that your move syn synthesizes yeah. with whatever you're choosing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to take one creep and two interface since we don't seem to have anybody who can interface at the moment. That seems like a good idea. You'll be like a little bit of a hacker as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a corporate spy through and through. <laughs> nice. Well, the best, the best kind of corporate spying is that hustle, that social engineering. That's how you get those passwords. Right. Yeah. The, the interface is probably in case like, there's an alarm I need to turn right. off or like, I can't, I couldn't get the password. So I have to brute force it or something. Yeah. Engineer. And creep is of course, so that nobody catches me while I'm downloading all their data. Yep. Yes. So the two of you, can you remind me of what you've got now that you've settled on? I have one demand for my background, mm -hmm. one creep, and two interface. Okay. And the ones you came with? Uh, I came with two hustle and one study. Perfect. Um, I yeah, have, have seven pips when you're done. Yes, I have one stock, one creep, one fight, two finesse, one scramble, and one hustle. Okay. I've got two assess, one study, and I'm going to, I guess I'm going to move some of this stuff around so I'm not so much doing what other people do. Yeah, that's actually a good way to approach this uh, game mm -hmm. is so that everybody has like a chance to do something that fills in a need for the group. Yeah. So I'm going to do uh, two consort okay one two that's only two i've spent so far um survey yeah right okay. we'll do two for that and i think that's it yeah that's four and that's seven yeah okay survey is to observe a situation and and anticipate outcomes yeah and so that's more of a, an awareness kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And study is more of a search, scrutinize detail and interpret evidence. Right. And I think since I've got four, I've got, yeah, I have the seven pips. So two consort, two survey, one study, and two assess. 
All right, nice. Okay. Now you're going to choose one of your special abilities in that gray column in the middle of the character sheet. So we get one uh, yeah. adept feat or right yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, you're starting off fresh. You guys are, are new. new well, that's fine. Um, I'm going to start with then transmorphic. You can perform a significant alteration to your face or skin color, uh, making you difficult to recognize for several minutes. Very nice. How about you, Frank? Have you decided on one? Ooh, I don't know which one's more fun. Uh, Conjurer, you can use Assess to force a nearby astral entity to appear before you and obey a command you give it. Or Astral Occultist, you know the secret ways to consort with ancient powers. And once you've consorted with one, you get a plus 1D to demand cultists who worship it. That's kind of cool. You know what? I uh, that's too oh, much God. leaking out to other religions or other cults or whatever. whatever. Uh, I, I don't see this person uh, doing that, so I'm going to go with Conjurer. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to bring things forward and just, just bring forth like, those those mushroom spirits. Yes. Uh, based on how I've conceptualized this person, I'm going to take linguist. So I can understand bits and pieces of any dialect, even those I have never learned. I can mark one edge to hold the conversation despite language barriers. That's extremely nice. cool. That's cool. I like, I like that, that a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Okay. So step six, uh, choose a close friend and a rival. So there's a list of characters, NPCs, underneath your... Um, uh, powers in the middle column. Ah, I see. And, and uh, one who is a close friend or longtime ally or family relation or lover or something. And you're going to press, you're going to choose to put an upward arrow next to that. Let me put this on my little sheet I got running here. Yeah. Just like an up carrot or whatever you want to do. My gosh, I'm just realizing that you guys are seeing my forehead and nothing else because of the angle. <laughs> Sorry, viewers at home. You've been so out of practice is the, is yeah. the problem. So my um, my friend is Roz, a free spirit. Okay, so um, a free spirit. Now, we can rename these characters um, yeah. because I don't particularly like the names that they have, yeah. but that's all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a free spirit is a friend of mine. And uh, an enemy is, uh, well, here it's called Vladimir, a vampire. Yeah. Yes, a vampire. Uh, just die already. Just, just die, die already. already and take another spin on the wheel. You're going to be okay. And he just doesn't, or they don't like that. So um, I'm going to rename the clerk who is my friends uh their name is going to be maya and they're a records clerk Perfect. but i'm not gonna rename my enemy freedom a secret agent nice that's perfect mm -hmm. 
Their name is Freedom, and it's dumb, and everybody knows it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, my strange. Okay, so here's a question. My strange friends, too late to do it now. My, they gave me was Roz a professor. So could your Roz and my Roz be the same person? But from I think so. Points of view. Yours is a free spirit, Roz, and mine's a professor. Yeah. Yeah. Not like this. You only Roz. know. I only know them. I know them in their professional capacity. You know them after work. Yeah. Uh, I kind of. I kind of like that. So we're gonna go. We're gonna have Roz as our person, and then I love my enemy. His name is Raiden. Like the Mortal Kombat character, and he is a quote parkourist. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we're gonna be. It means that at some point we're gonna be fighting someone who's gonna be able to flip from building to buildings. Is what that means. But I, I think if you know this parkourist and the secret agent to team up, to take <laughs> down. they're the same person. There it is. <laughs> A porcorous vampire secret agent. With a I love name. that. Mm. All right. When you say parkourous, it makes me feel like that is just what they have on their like their resume. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they actually work at the same like in the same industry as you do. They're looking for extras. Yeah, parkourous. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you know, no, it's, some, it's, it's, on his, it's on his resume. I mean, it's uh his business it's a stunt card man or something. Yeah. No, that's giving I think too much credit to Raiden. Yeah, <laughs> stuntmen, stuntmen are actually talented workers. Raiden is definitely a stage name. <laughs> After the success of the Mortal Kombat movies. Oh yeah, yes. only saw the sequel. Nice. All right. Great. Cool. All right. So the next step is to choose your vice, your preferred type of vice, basically, which is how you decompress after your uh um this is shadow run yeah yeah uh, uh, and 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 the deal is you're going to gather stress when you're on missions and this is how you get rid of stress and it's definitely something that you could overindulge in or it could become a problem for you mm. is there a list or is this something we could just there come up with a list Allow me to give it to you. No, I just thought there might be a, a list we were forced to pick from. I could, I think I could think of something. Uh. Uh, so the list is interesting. The, they're, they're categories. So deviant, you experiment with mystical substances, consort with tormented spirits, interface with rogue AI, observe strange rituals. Faith, you're dedicated to an unseen power, a mentor spirit, or an ancestor. Gambling, which is obvious. Luxury, expensive and or ostentatious displays of opulence. Obligation, you're devoted to a tradition, a family, a cause, or a charity. Pleasure, gratification from lovers, food and drink, performance, art, uh, BTL chips. Those are better than life chips. Oh, nice. Oh, so like, you know, other people's lives. Yes. Better than life chips. bad. Better than life chips are Pringles. Yeah. They're that good. (laughs) Once you pop, you seek oblivion and the abuse of drugs, drinking to excess, etc. I think BTL would actually fall under oblivion. That's stupor, I mean. 
I reject the uh, the term for it, uh, deviant or even oblivion or whatever. But yeah. uh, definitely psychedelics are what I would do for a okay. de-stressor. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a religious yeah. ritual, but I don't. It's not deviancy. It's just the way to commune with the mother mycelium. Yeah. Now, would spa treatments fall under like <laughs> luxury, luxury or yeah. pleasure? Uh, pleasure, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what I'm thinking of is my character is used to a certain uh, lifestyle and has had to do without. And so, you know, their vice is trying to get that that pampered pampered life back. Yeah. Yeah. So that totally makes sense for your character. I would, I'm going to go with pleasure just because. That seems to fit more what I'm after than luxury. It's not about status; it's about comfort. Mm-hmm. It's like um, that rant in uh, in uh, the in Johnny Mnemonic where he's shouting about how he wants room service. Yeah, I'm not familiar <laughs> with this. No, yeah, that's in the that's cyberpunk speaks- realm. So there you go. Yeah, um, I think that. Um, I think my character is going to be obligation, and I think that while they didn't get along with the, I want to say it's, it they didn't get along with one of the two women who ran the um, the orphanage, the forced the foster home yeah. they were in, but they do recognize that if it weren't for them, that they don't know where they would be. Um, and that they only really survived because they had this place looking out for them. So I think they have an obligation to that foster family and the the kids that are currently going through. Um, okay. Like any extra money they get, they're giving there. If they can get clothes for the kids or toys or whatever, they're helping maintain that place there. I'll come up with a good name for it later. Okay. Cool. Oh, oh, and this is your IDN status, your your sin number uh, is the next step. Uh, you can mark down whether you're undocumented or whether you're documented, corporate or national. Having a sin counts as an assist to acquire assets during downtime activities, but you have to do it in your real name. Um. So... What's the difference between corporate and national? I think I know, but just to clarify. Well, certain nations will issue the numbers, but corporations will also issue them. So you could have essentially been born in a corporate arcology and been given a corporate number. Yeah, so I'd probably have a corporate number. Yeah, you would. Um, I probably You can always choose not to use it when you're doing your asset building. And you would probably have a national one. You're thinking, Alex? Yeah, I probably, I, I definitely have a, a number and a name. Um, that is what has been given to me. I don't go by any of them. I don't recognize any of them. I basically just use that at this point as a way to get me jobs and whatever goods and services that require me to give it. I'll give it to them and say, "Yeah, my name is blah blah blah, and here's my number," because there's a record of it. But uh, the minute that I'm done handing it off, I don't go by that at all. Or you could say you're undocumented just because the biometrics don't work. Oh, that's cool too. But it, how would that affect? 
Eh, we'll you figure can, it out. Yeah, I'm undocumented. Fake one. Yeah, I'm undocumented with a fake. Yeah, I'm undoc- with a fake. Yeah. Probably the one that I was given as a kid was a fake. So. Yeah. Let's do that. Undocumented. Cool. Okay. Um, and how about you, Frank? I think I'm documented. I think I'm part of a uh, established faith. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> so uh, now the last thing we're going to do is choose special items or implants. That's not quite the last name thing, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> there is a list of, equ- of equipment in the central gray column. Mm. Items. Yep. If it is uh, if you you choose uh, three of those to have as options when you are choosing your gear. So when I'm choosing gear, I can pick from the boxes that are uh, in the center. So because there's only three boxes for me to choose from, and then there's okay. a whole bunch of boxes for. Um, like calm pistol, quiet weapon. That's that's anybody has access to those. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying though is, I only get three for both charts. Is that how that works? No, you only get three for the gray. So if you only have three there, then they're automatic. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. So um, I pick three now. Those are the ones I have, and then when I'm going on a mix- mission, I pick one. No. So the way the gear works is, you'll choose what your loadout is whether that is light, medium, or heavy. And that's the number of items you can use on a mission. When you ch- when you use an item on a mission, you check it off, and then that limits the number of other items you can have. Okay. Okay, so when you choose the loadout, you get a maximum of three from the gray columns is what you're saying. Uh, I'm saying right now you have a- you're choosing how many of those you have access to as your loadout. Okay. And then when we go on a so, mission, we can add more and take stuff away. But as of right now... You are I, choosing three right now. You're filling in three. Choosing right three now. right now, yeah. Alex doesn't have to because there's only three on his sheet. Um, I'm going to... Go. Sorry, you go ahead, Frank. Okay, I've got fine sensing focus, arcane reagents... And a paracritter. Yeah. Whatever that is. I'm assuming it's some sort of paranormal critter. Yes. Yeah. I unraveled it. (laughs) You did it. All right. So I am going to take a fine cover identity, a fine disguise kit, and a vial of stun lock. Okay, cool. Um, the thing that you can also choose is implants, which are essentially cybernetic or bioengineered implants. Mm. I might want that instead of 
uh, some of the ones I've got, but uh, we could discuss that a little bit later. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. If you decide that you do want one of those, just let me know. Yeah, it's right. probably just so, going to be like instead of regions in my pocket, I have implants that I can, I just, I spore out. Right. Okay. So, yeah, they're not actually bioengineered implants. They're actually religious. Uh, they're benefits of your religious uh, faith. Yeah. That you have symbiotic fungus living in you, basically. Yeah. I've got the world's best probiotics going on. That That's right. rocks. <laughs> nice. All right. So now we're going to choose your alias, which is your sort of street name slash online handle kind of thing. Oh, well, this is how all games end. We can't name our characters in under a day. We're, we're, this is impossible. <laughs> yeah, if you want to think on that till next session, we can do that. Um, I'm fine with that. I need to look some stuff up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was almost joking, but it was also 100% true. I knew that we were going to need some more time. Yeah. All right. So that's about an hour, and we've basically made characters. Hooray! Okay. Yep. Um, Let's quick recap of who we are. We're uh, I'm a yeah. weirdo magician fungus guy, rebel. I'm a, a corporate air uh, manipulator. I'm a uh, adept uh, shape shifting adept who is just trying to make their way in the world and probably fighting a lot of people in the process. Nice. Nice. So we have a choice now. We can make this an extra long episode and finish our crew creation. Or we can go ahead and do that uh, next week. It'll probably take about half an hour. Uh, why don't we do it next week? Yeah, can we do it just because only because there's a lot of gaps on my sheet that I'd love to fill in. Like, I haven't even started to think about my names, aliases. I haven't thought about um, a couple small backstory things. I'd like to flesh them out before I make any final decisions on my yeah. sheet. Legit. Yeah. And go ahead and ask me anything that you want during the interim this week. Yeah, um, perfect. And what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll go ahead and go through the crew creation next time and probably get started on our first mission. Um, How many excited. eyes am I allowed to have? Like eyeballs or? Or like the letter in your name. Mm. Like you yes. go Mississippi, Mississippi, I, I you know. Same Ayatollah. answer for both, one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. Frank said. <laughs> so this is it for uh this week i guess uh nudging not included if you enjoyed the show and uh tuned into the podcast or the replay uh how about joining us live on twitch.tv forward slash nonproductive mondays at 8 p.m eastern yes you can also join us on discord uh you could follow us on twitter facebook youtube and um, you can figure out how to do all those things by going to non-productive.com and uh, joining us there. Uh, this is really fun. I really enjoyed Shadowrun, but it was definitely a game I played when I was much younger and I let all the work be on the GM. And I sure. plan on doing the same exact thing this time. Because <laughs> I ain't learning nothing. That's okay. Yay! Hooray! I love um, finding out stuff that old people already know a lot about uh mm. that's always a fun time for me it's been most of this <laughs> the experience i've had on this podcast in fact. it's true it's very true 
Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, tune in if you have any questions. Message us on our Discord or on Twitter, and we will get back to you. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.